podcast for those who suffer, which is everyone. It's a space where we can speak honestly about what it feels like to be in desolate places without losing hope. Welcome to In the Thicket. Welcome to Lent, dear friends. We're happy to have you along with us for this Lenten series. Each week, we're going to be talking about a different aspect of prayer, fasting, or almsgiving. So the first two weeks, we're going to talk about prayer, and specifically, we're going to talk about the experience of desolation. So this week, we're going to share a little bit about our own experiences of desolation. And then next week, we'll talk about Mother Teresa and her experience of desolation and things that we found helpful for when we're in times of desolation. After that, two weeks of fasting and two weeks of almsgiving. And we hope you'll stick with us throughout this series. And please know that we are praying for you to have a blessed Lent. God bless you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to In the Thicket Lenten Series of Champions. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah. <laughs> that was a trumpet moment. Uh, that was a trumpet <laughs> moment. That's funny. I'm not really sure uh, where that came from. But anyways, welcome to everybody. Uh, welcome to Lent. My name is Erin Kinsella, and I am joined by the lovely Rachel D'Souza and the other just... lovely <laughs> Nicole Richard Williams. That's right. Yes. Hi guys. And, and just in case uh, you don't know, we have a fourth secret prayer partner for the podcast mm. and she's praying for us. She is feeling ill today. So she's offering that up in a particular mm. way for this recording. So it's going to be fire. So, and you can, so you can pray for her too. You're yeah. the secret yes. prayer person who's praying for you. You can pray for her as well. That's right. yeah. So many exactly. secret prayers. Exactly. Yeah. It's like this prayer is prayer inception situation. <laughs> prayer you know, inception. Like yeah. Because God is yeah. outside of time. So as we speak, mm-hmm. the future prayers of somebody are healing mm-hmm. her right now. There yeah. we go. That's okay. amazing. <laughs> this is very convenient. Anyway, like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So. So uh, just to let you guys know what we're doing for Lent, yes. So for Lent, we wanted to have, um, because a lot of people are not so much on social media or taking time for, you know, more quiet Mm. and reflection and things like that. So we didn't want to, we wanted to do something that might be helpful for that, Mm -hmm. for the just quiet being with the Lord. So we're going to look each week. So the first two weeks, we're going to talk about prayer. The first part of each of the kind of prayer, fasting, almsgiving is going to be us sharing our experiences about a, a part of that thing like prayer we're going to talk today about desolation the experience of desolation and then kind of the second part of that will be us sharing about a saint exemplar and their experience with desolation um Mm -hmm. and so then we'll do that for fasting and then we'll do that for or so we'll do that for prayer first and then fasting and then the last two weeks will be on almsgiving so Mm -hmm. we're excited to have you along with the ride and rachel's gonna start us out by a a lenten story yeah i mean it's not really (laughs) it's just a little funny thing that happened on the weekend i was studying at a friend's house and we were like at the end of the day we're eating and we were listening to like on a wireless speaker that my parents gave for Christmas, which is like the bomb. Mm. It's such a good wireless nice. speaker. Mm. So we were listening to kind of a throwback early two thousands playlist. And in the middle, we were having these intense, like theological conversations. And then like in the middle, one of my friends goes like, Oh my gosh, I haven't heard this song in such a long time. And it was sting desert rose and I was like (laughs) and today I thought like oh that's that's a fun appropriate Mm -hmm. like beginning of a Lent song you know and Mm -hmm. I just wanted to share that with you guys it's a it's it's a real uh it's a real unique one 
Yes, I like that. Actually, I cannot recall the song at this moment, but I really like the image of the desert rose as yeah. being a Lenten image, mm. you know, beauty and growth in the midst of the desert. Right. That's yeah. Right. All I can oh. picture uh, in my head is kiss from a rose is no, standing no. Right. <laughs> wind right. going different song. Uh, different different song. I yeah, and I, I'm no, just thinking yeah, of the there. soundtrack to Tarzan. So, oh, nice. <laughs> none of this. It's not excellent. Any of so none of it. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay, so it. listen. Let's. Um, we're gonna share. Uh, what we are doing for prayer. So like Lent, prayer, fasting, almsgiving. Mm -hmm. So I'm very curious. We have not actually talked about this prior no, to recording. So I'm curious to hear what are you guys doing for the prayer part of prayer, mm -hmm. praying? During, during Lent. <laughs> How are you praying this this Lent? Feels. Um, I can start. Yeah. I so Nathan and I, Nathan's my husband. Uh, we've been going to a Byzantine um church for the last like six months ish um and it's something you know we both we both love the nervous ordo we both um yeah just have that's how we've been raised in that's what has nurtured us our whole lives um but nathan just in the last you know five or six probably actually more like I'm thinking almost 10 years, he just kind of like randomly went to a Byzantine liturgy one time because he wanted to see what it was like. And he said, any theology. So he's like, I better, you know, see what it's like. Mm -hmm. And he just kind of fell in love with it. He just like, just loves it. And so mm -hmm. we've, we, um, so it's been sort of off and on something that he's, he has um, been part of. And so anyway, sorry that I'm, this is like a long okay. story for this, but anyways, <laughs> I'm going to continue the long story. Um, so uh, we have been, we got married in the Byzantine, right? And um, we have been blessed to find a, a Romanian Greek Catholic community here in Nashville that we've been a part of. Uh, and it's been, it's been really beautiful. And for me, it's been like, it's all kind of new. Um, mm -hmm. I was familiar with like the Ukrainian Catholic, um, right? A little bit because I'm from Winnipeg and there's lots of Ukrainian Catholics there. Mm -hmm. um, but this is, yeah, it's neat to actually attend. So part of what they, they're doing during Lent is like a Friday evening um, prayer service. And so mm. oh, nice. Lent yep. in the Byzantine Rite actually starts, it kind of, you fade into Lent. So mm. this is like yesterday, Monday mm -hmm. is like, was the first day of like real fasting. Right. Um, but before that we faded out. So we kind of faded out um, meat and, and then cheat and dairy. And now it's like nice. Lent. So for this Friday, I think it's the first prayer service. So mm. I'm excited to do that. That's cool. Um, as kind of like a formal prayer part of Lent, you know, that's nice. that's regular. That's like Septuagesima is this thing I saw it all over Instagram this year, which is oh. a thing that used to be in the in the Catholic tradition is like the time um from what is it, candle mass until yeah. Lent, where it's like the right. pre-Lent, right? So exactly yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Where you're preparing for Lent, which is yeah. good because I feel like in many years past like lent has always snuck up on me where all of a sudden like what it's ash wednesday uh, yeah, shoot what yeah, am i giving yeah. up for lent where yeah. this is like you're warned by lent is that lent is coming because all of a sudden you're not supposed to eat meat anymore and then you're not supposed to eat dairy and then you're like okay now it's lent like right you yeah. were prepared and then for that's latin right people were like well that's basically lent though so yeah <laughs> so you're already doing lent yes yeah. lent. I know. What, do you, what do you mean you're phasing in what else what i else? know I'll, I'll share more about the fasting and our fasting <laughs> yeah, okay good, good, um yeah, sure. mm -hmm. but on on a personal level for prayer you know i'm hoping there's i want to continue something that i've started in the last month um which is like praying throughout my day more because mm -hmm. i just i have a tendency to kind of um just work like go from task to task and just mm -hmm. kind of like 
try to work hard at it and be like, okay, but I got to do the next task. Okay. And I finish that one. I got to go to the next one. And I've been trying to actually take breaks in between tasks and take literally just like a one minute or two minutes to just like sit, like go and sit in a different chair mm. and like do a decade of the rosary mm. or read a little bit of scripture or do a bit of the chapel of divine mercy or something like that. Yeah. Um, and it has been incredibly fruitful in just helping me to live into being at peace, which is my word of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, and it's, and it's easier for me when I'm kind of relaxed and not as stressed, it's harder for me to go and take those moments for prayer when I'm feeling anxious. So I'm hoping mm-hmm. to just kind of continue that with some more like, um, intentionality, uh, during Lent. So yeah, right. that's, yeah. that's me. What about nice. you, Rachel? Yeah, Rachel. Yeah. Me. So yeah, I, I did the, the sneak up thing did happen to me. I was like, Oh gosh, Sash Wesley. I don't know what I'm going to do. And, um, but you know what, actually I feel really grateful because last yesterday I had some, some ideas and thoughts. And then today I really honestly felt very affirmed in a few things. I was like, I think this really isn't just something I, cause I hate that when you just kind of make stuff up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, just going to give up sugar. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's just like, so this time I was like, no, I, it was the back of my mind. I kept thinking about it. So I found this, um, I I found this, uh, reflection book that my dad had given us like a Mm. few years ago, which is a word on fire, sort of Lenten gospel reflections book. Mm. And I had never used, I didn't use it. I forgot about it. I didn't use it. And it's old. It's like, it's from the year 2020 or 20. Yeah. I think 2020. And so I was like, ah, it's not usable. But then I realized, oh, no, wait a second. The cycle of readings comes back around and it's like fun same as this year. So I was like, this is great. So I just figured this out a couple of weeks ago and I was like, oh, I should use this during Lent. And then I forgot about it again. Mm. Yesterday, I remembered again and I was nice. like, okay, nice. that is an idea. So cool. I'm going to use that book. And, but my goal for prayer is, so I'm the opposite of Unicole where I'm like, I just don't do, I'm not a task kind of person. I just, I'm a, like a river. I flow through my thing. <laughs> Only God knows which way we're going to go. So, you know, it's really, it's really, I'm like, I can, I can chill with that, but it's, it's, it's not always great. So I was like, I need to sort of, I talk to the Lord constantly all the time, all day, because that's the only way I survive. But I also mm-hmm. was like, I, my, I wasn't my word of the year, but it was sort of the, the Lord sort of has asked, like been very clear that I need to slow down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I'm trying to do 15 minutes a day of just like at any time in the day, 15 minutes of time where I carve it out and mm. I just sit with the Lord and mm. I'm not even doing it where I was like, I have to do it in the morning or the evening. Cause normally that's how right. people, and I just know that I will fail at that. So mm. my constant is that it must get done. So if it hasn't gotten done all mm. day, then it's at the end of the day. Otherwise I'm going to try to listen to the Holy spirit. And there's a kind of a time in my day. Where I'm like, this is a good time. Then I will take that time. Mm. Um, but 15 minutes every day through the whole of Lent and yeah, using this, this word on fire gospel reflections book thing to help me yeah beautiful nice Mm -hmm. yeah what about you sweet yeah so um so i uh i there's an account on instagram called catholicism um (gasps) which is awesome anyway it's really fun like it's one of those things where he just has like funny catholic memes yeah yeah which are you know give me a little chuckle um but there's there's also a part of it which i don't even know i think it's maybe like a it's something that he invites people to is medieval grind set, like into this medieval grind set, which is like, I mean, basically if you're thinking about how Catholics lived in medieval times of just like aura et labora, like you focus mm-hmm. like smaller communities, there's like, you just pay attention to what the Lord has in front of you. Like there's no social media, there's no like whatever. Yeah. Anyways. Right. Um, 
is like, yeah, the duty of the moment, all those kind of things. But um, right. so for me, I think so for prayer stuff, I just want to allow myself to be less distractible or to like mm-hmm. seek distraction less or mm-hmm. to, you know, like instead of um, in the evening, instead of, I don't know, watching an episode of whatever stranger mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. Um, while I'm doing diamond painting, I can listen to a <laughs> podcast that's mm-hmm. on, that has mm-hmm. something to do with God, or I can just take a, a few small, like, I'm not going to look at, um, I just want to detach a little bit. So I'm not going to look yeah. at the news. I'm not yeah. going to look mm-hmm. at the stuff that's happening in the world because I don't need to, because yeah. the Lord will make it clear if there's something that I need to know, like the apocalypse is apocalypse <laughs> is happening. Like if that's yeah. happening, there will be sirens everywhere. It'll be yeah. unmistakable. So aside <laughs> from that, I just really don't need to know it. I can, yeah. I just want to, it's kind of like, um, yeah, kind of like you're talking about Nicola, just finding those, like just having mm. just little pockets like that yeah. are, and I mean, my days are pretty, are often like, slow like either I'm kind of doing something with my family or I'm like doing a lot of stuff around the house and I'm just home you know so Mm -hmm. it actually that I find is it's way more of a temptation to head into distractions than it is if you have a schedule and you're out and about and you're you know doing stuff like because then it just is kind of almost like okay now I sit and I pray or whatever but like for me I'm like oh well I get up in the morning and I'm gonna go to mass today and that's the only thing that I have on my schedule today so yeah you know I can pray what or I can do this or I can pray later so it it just gets Mm -hmm. easier to Mm. do things that are not actually like beneficial for my relationship with the Lord so Mm. it's so funny I was thinking like you know, if you're just praying, like the Lord may not tell you that the apocalypse is happening. If you're just praying and then like, you know, everything just bursts into flame, you'll just go straight to heaven. You know what I mean? Like you'll be like in a great That's what what we, I think there's a book about that. Yeah. I think maybe. (laughs) Okay. So listen, so here's the topic for today. We're going to chat about this for a few minutes. Um, so you may, if you, dear listener, if you are listening, you may have experienced something called consolation and something called desolation. We're going to talk mm-hmm. about desolation today, but uh, just wanted to read this from St. Ignatius. So mm-hmm. St. Ignatius had all of these experiences, which helped him to ha- kind of make this framework for how kind of how this, the soul works, right? Like the things mm-hmm. that the soul experiences that help us propel us towards God or take us away from God or how we can respond mm-hmm. in those times. So consolation is, he says it's this, when some interior movement of the soul is caused through which the soul comes to be inflamed with love of its creator and Lord, and when it can, in consequence, love no created thing on the face of the earth in itself, but in the creator of them all. So basically, um, it's, yeah, when you, when, you know, one of those times when it feels like your soul is just like drawn up and there's like just this goodness and this beauty, it's not like mm-hmm. happiness, mm-hmm. but it's like this intense love of the Lord. And it's like mm-hmm. just soul filling and good, you know? So mm-hmm. that's consolation. And, um, and so then kind of the opposite of that desolation. So he says, desolation is, um, the contrary of the above, such as darkness of soul disturbance in it, movement to things low and earthly, the unquiet of different agitations and temptations, moving to want of confidence, without hope, without love, when one finds oneself all lazy, tepid, sad, and if as if separated from his creator and Lord. So so basically, that gives you a really lovely picture of uh, desolation and mm-hmm. what that is like, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So and if you're like me, that. you're like, can relate can yeah, relate like, can, right? um, familiar yeah. yeah and I mean I can like 
to both. I'll just but, share yeah. a little bit about my experience of this. And then I want to hear from you guys what your, yeah. what your experience of this has been. But um, there've been a few times in my life when there have been like, so when I was with um, a religious order and I was discerning for a little while, there was a period of about eight months where I um, was in this time of really intense desolation, like intense, mm. intense desolation that was like, you know, when you hear a song that that usually kind of lifts your heart to the Lord and just like strikes, it just hits in that way that mm-hmm. like makes you feel close to the Lord. It was like that and everything else in my life that kind of, you know, beautiful sunsets or songs or particular people or anything like that, that would normally like inflame my heart or would be like mm-hmm. an experience of consolation or, or having that closeness with the Lord was totally gone. And it mm-hmm. was like, so like when he says um, in the definition, um, like darkness of soul, that's what it was. It it felt like a darkness in my soul. Mm. And so there've been like a couple of more intense times like that. But Mm -hmm. then also more recently, I just realized when I was talking to my spiritual director and I'm like talking to her about prayer and things, and she's like, oh, you're in a time of desolation. And I Mm. almost wanted to say like, no, like I'm not, cause it's not that, like, I'm not, right. you know, mm. like I'm not, it's not, doesn't feel like a darkness of soul, but then I was like, oh yeah, but it also All includes, other stuff. yeah, like <laughs> that, um, the unquiet of different agitations and temptations. So like movement to things low and earthly, like, mm-hmm. oh yes, that's a hundred percent. Like part of what I've been feeling recently is just mm. like, yeah, just not even drawn to the things of God in some ways, yeah. you know, like, mm-hmm. and, and that that's also desolation. And I always forget right. that that's an experience yeah. of desolation. Right. And then I'm just like, oh, I'm terrible. I'm like, oh no, actually yeah. that's yeah. the evil one, you know, the bad spirit. Yeah. 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 Yep. Mm-hmm. How yep, about you guys? Totally. What's your experience of that? I mean, I think it's hard for me because like there's desolation and it's hard for me to actually separate desolation from like emotional like drama interior drama you know what I mean and maybe mm-hmm. they're not really separate I mean it doesn't right. sound like they are it sounds like yeah desolation engages your emotions in a particular mm-hmm. kind of way mm-hmm. um but yeah so I think for me because I can have very strong emotions like I'm some I'm a kind of person who doesn't necessarily like take my emotions out in on people or things or like express them in that way, but I can, I feel them very, 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 very strongly. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes when, yeah. So sometimes I'm like, I'm just feeling, and it's like, it's, it could be like a physiological thing that's going on or like, you know, mm-hmm. external stuff in my life is difficult. Um, but I think that also can fall into the desolation camp. So like there's mm-hmm. dryness. I often, cause similar to you, yeah. Aaron, I think I often mm-hmm. thought of desolation as equivalent to spiritual dryness. Right. That's what it was, which is one um, part of it. Right. right. But exactly. it's not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this other kind of like where your emotions are, where, you know, essentially the opposite of everything's not bringing you to the Lord because there's times where I'm sad, like I'm, I'm struggling, but I'm still going towards the Lord. Like even my sorrow is drawing me to God. Like everything's like automatically drawing me to God. And that I would say, it still feels like a consolation to me in those moments. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. no, but the desolation is like when, yeah, when it's the opposite, everything is just Mm -hmm. sort of like drawing me away from the Lord. Mm -hmm. And I think Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of, you know, I think I've been really blessed in that. So I feel very blessed in that. It's been a long time since I have it, since I've had a time of desolation in which there haven't been community members within my family or my friends who have sort of drawn me out of it. 
And I feel like for me, my desolation constellation isn't, it hasn't been like, it's three months of desolation. It's sort of been like many years of like a particular trial or particular suffering in which I go through experiences of constellation desolation, like daily, you know, like, Mm -hmm. like one day will be a hard day. One day will be an amazing day. But Mm -hmm. the constant in my life has been having the community around me and sort of God always kind of around me to draw me out of my moments of desolation or to help sustain me through my moments of Mm -hmm. desolation. And so, and what helps is kind of what your spiritual director did for you, Erin, is often when I'm in those moments, I have people in my life that can tell me that, that can reflect that back Mm -hmm. to me. Like, Hey, it sounds like, you know, you're really struggling, especially with hope. I think that's the big tell for Mm -hmm. me. Like when I'm just feeling like, yeah, yeah. you know, it's struggling. Yeah. Because that's the like spiritual consolation is like, um, what does he say here? Um, every movement to like hope, um, peace or to what are the three things? Hope and, uh, hope, faith, and love. That's mm-hmm. it. So are things that move us to hope and faith and love, which is, which is also, cause even when you're talking about emotions, right, it's true that like, there's a difference between, like emotions or or the little ups and downs and things and spiritual like spiritual consolation or spiritual desolation you know Mm -hmm. and it has to do Mm -hmm. with like how our soul is um is encountering is perceiving or like uh Mm -hmm. or the direction that we're we are in terms of the lord like not whether we're going towards sin or not sin but Mm-hmm. Yeah, but how how that experience, like how we're how we're experiencing the Lord in that particular thing, but mm-hmm. it totally even makes sense for you with people who can reflect those things back to you because because one of the um, one of the things that Ignatius says about times of desolation is that we should do more of the things that mm-hmm. we should be doing, like prayer or like hope mm-hmm. or like um, reaching out for help or for doing those kind of things because if the enemy is like if he's being allowed to, you know, um, to kind of contribute to this sense of desolation and for a discouragement and turning us away from the Lord, Ignatius's thought is that like the, if we're doing the things that we should be doing and we're doing those actually more. So like in a time yeah. of desolation, he would say, if you pray for 10 minutes a day, pray for 15 minutes a day, because yeah. in, then instead of like being succumbing to discouragement or whatever, right. that actually it's going to be doing the opposite and like be, mm-hmm. be um, like solidifying, leading you closer, right? yeah. Yeah, leading yeah. You closer yeah. to mm-hmm. God and the enemy doesn't want that. So then the time yeah. of desolation will is it's great. likely to end sooner, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Uh, Right. Actually, and um, because yeah, I want to hear about Nicole, Nicole your experience yeah. also, but I just don't want to m- lose this thought, which is just that mm-hmm. I think you know what what I have what's helped me in times of desolation in this in that context has been also just recognize, especially the emotion side of things, mm-hmm. just to own the emotions and be like, yeah, I am sad. This is really hard, and just say that out loud and realize like, oh, but it it doesn't destroy me. The sadness isn't destroying yeah. me. This hard thing, like God is mm-hmm. still with me. And then I can like choose hope even in the sadness and be like, okay, or people mm-hmm. can help me choose hope. And I think it, there was a time in my life where I was like afraid of admitting that like mm-hmm. I'm in a time of desolation or I am, mm-hmm. I have these difficult things that I'm, that are weighing on me. And now it's like a very freeing thing when I'm in that time just to like own it and be like, yeah, so I still love God. God still loves mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. Like that hasn't changed. And to like remind mm-hmm. myself that like, even though I'm feeling these hard things and this is where for me, the emotions kind of, it's different. But a lot of times I think my spiritual desolation can come from being mm-hmm. afraid of my emotional weaknesses and just being like, mm-hmm. I'm, 
I'm having this response to the situation. It's okay. I'm choosing not to lose hope here. I'm mm-hmm. choosing to believe that God is with me and to know in my heart, even if I don't feel it. So that's that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Ignatius yeah. says we should do that too. Anyway, yeah. Mm-hmm. It helps. It's so helpful. <laughs> it does. Yeah. How you about know? you, Nicole? How about you? Yeah. I mean, I, I think I do experience um, desolations and consolations and sort of an up and down level. And of course there's like the examine, which I haven't prayed for a while. I used to, um, but that's really helpful in kind of discerning those movements. Um, but I think, you know, a big desolation and I've, I've shared more about this um, in another episode was just while I was dating Nathan, dating my husband and um you know, I, we started dating during the pandemic. I also started dating him after two other kind of back-to-back relationships that I was processing. So there was just like a lot going on. Um, and I also was, um, struggling with some like mental health stuff, some anxiety and, um, kind of OCD thought patterns and, and just different things that were, it was just like a lot. And so Mm -hmm. there was the, the desolation that was there was, um, kind of related to all of those factors, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and, that, and that's another thing is like desolation and constellation, they don't come out of a vacuum, right? Yeah. They, they're, they're related to, um, I would say there's like, there's a correlation between our desolation and constellation and the things that are happening in our lives. However, they're not, it's not totally causal, right? There's some yeah. other God, the Lord can give us um, experiences of constellation in a time where the external things are desolate. And I've, I've experienced that too. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I, I think it's just the key thing that I, that was helpful for me in those times is like, you know, don't, you don't make a decision during, don't make any big decisions Mm -hmm. when you're in a period of desolation, Mm -hmm. you make those big decisions when you're in a time of consolation, Mm -hmm. which is hard. I was in a period of desolation for like two years dating Nathan. Yeah. And I really wanted to make a decision and figure out if he's the one to marry or not. And it was like, the Lord was saying, no, it's not time to make that decision. And I yeah. was like permitting this desolation for all this time. And I was, you know, I was doing things like therapy and, and just different things to help me grow and, and heal. Um, so I, I think, I think that, and also like I was, that time of desolation was driving me to prayer. I had, I was praying every day and crying every day for like, like really crying for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, there was sort of a grace when that lifted and there was this period of, of really strong consolation where I felt like what was like, ah, okay, now, now you can make a decision. Now you can decide, you know, discern sort of a more bigger decision, you know, in this relationship. But um, yeah, so just that desolation of it wasn't that the prayer was dry. It's just I wasn't getting the answers that I wanted at the time that I wanted. I wasn't getting the yeah. healing that I wanted in the time that I wanted. I wasn't yeah. getting the clarity that I wanted in the time that I wanted. And it was so hard to be in that. And it was, mm-hmm. it was sometimes I would go and pray and it was like crying and talking to a wall. Mm-hmm. And yet I knew that somehow it was like, the, only in the silence of God was I at peace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if I didn't go and sit with silent wall, Jesus, mm-hmm. I was, it was, I was not even, I was not at peace at all. Whereas if I sat with silent wall, Jesus and cried, at least there was something solid, like the wall, at least Jesus, the wall is something solid to yeah. lean against, you yeah, know? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And so, mm-hmm. yeah. And you know, and other, other times of constellation desolation, it's kind of like, Oh, 
like that more temptations to being irritable and more temptations. And it's, you can, you know, it's like, okay, what do I, do I need to eat food right now? <laughs> am yeah, I hangry? Yeah. You know, that can yeah, be part, yeah. or am yeah. I, you know, um, yeah. Do I need to pray? Have I just been kind of neglecting my prayer yeah. today or, you know, sometimes it's just these little ups yeah. and downs that we can address. Yeah. Well, and I love the, I love the, um, like we were talking about this actually about wanting to do an episode, like a whole episode on desolation with, um, with like a Jesuit who knows, mm. you know, St. Ignatius really well. So we can talk about these things more, more in depth, but, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think the, that the, those basic things, you know, that we've all kind of had those experiences of where our soul has felt lazy, tepid, sad, yeah, and have separated so from our creator and Lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But we're going to talk, um, we're going to come back to you next next week not next week next week mm-hmm. we're going to talk about mother teresa who you probably know had a really intense and prolonged experience of desolation so we're going to chat a little bit about her and then we're going to chat a little bit about um, some of the things from her story or from our own lives that we found helpful in times of desolation so mm-hmm. we we are hoping and praying that we're you're going to join us next week so we don't just leave you in a depressed <laughs> yeah <laughs> desolation and goodbye yeah Yeah, that's right (laughs) and I think the other part about desolation though that's important is like Mm. we it is it it is part of this side of heaven the the journey this side Mm. of heaven that it's not Mm. like like Nicole said it's not like necessarily causal from the events in our life but it's kind of a part it's just kind of a part of our purification and our growing in faith so Mm you know, the positive side of des- the reality of desolation mm-hmm. is that it is an opportunity. They are opportunities yeah. those times yeah. to draw near to God. So, yeah. yeah. Well, and in particular for Lent, it's like that image yeah. of a desert. And if you have something growing in the desert, it's actually the times like when it's deprived of water a little bit, like if you deprive a plant of water a little bit, its roots will actually grow deeper. So that yes. in a time of real scorching sun, that plant mm. will not die mm-hmm. and will be, um, will, mm-hmm survive and thrive because it's roots Mm -hmm. go deep so yeah it's true like aloe vera plants if you just sort of like water them every day or every week they don't really grow that much because they're like cool i'm getting lots of water but Mm. if you let it completely dry out soil dries out plant is dying and then you like inundate it with water Mm. that's what actually makes those plants grow see everybody who's listening who has an aloe vera plant is going to be so glad they tune into this episode now now, if you have sunburns in the summer you are gonna be just so blessed by (laughs) it it's true beautiful all right well three months to grow that plant (laughs) that's right exactly exactly um before we sign off for today, I just wanted to do a shout out to Tony uh, on Instagram. Tony, he shared one of our, like one of our promo things and said, it's a great way um, to to end or start his week by listening to in the thick. Uh-huh. And we're just really grateful. Thanks, it Tony. was very sweet. Yeah. <laughs> we're really happy that you tune in. Yeah, totally. All right, guys. Well, it's been a pleasure uh, talking to you today, talking at you today. And we <laughs> hope that you'll join us next week to talk about Mother Teresa. God bless you. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. 
Thank you for joining us for this episode of In the Thicket. If you like what you hear, give us a rating and hit that subscribe button. We have new episodes every Monday with more stories and honest conversations about life when the going gets rough and the hope and humor amidst it all. We'd love for you to join our community on Instagram and Facebook at In the Thicket Podcast. While you're there, let us know how we can pray for you. God bless and see you next week.